Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Lucky Star Show and Tell podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Field, owner and director of Lucky Star Art Camp, a women's art and whole living sleepaway camp held annually on the banks of the Guadalupe River in Hunt, Texas. On today's podcast, producer Sean Stratman and I will be sharing stories and talking all about the incredible week we just had at camp. This episode is brought to you by our amazing Cosmic Level sponsors, No Issue and Girl Guitar. We're so happy to have you join us as we wrap up Lucky Star 2022 and season one of the Lucky Star Show and Tell podcast. Hey, Sean, we just had a really awesome, amazing camp experience. The vibration is still so high, isn't it? Oh my gosh. I have enjoyed watching everyone posting about their experience in the galaxy and on their Instagram feeds. It's been so awesome seeing all the pictures and little video clips and all the comments. Like I'm just hanging on every word. Definitely the vibration is still high. And it is. It's 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 definitely needed because um it is a there's a low when you leave. <laughs> When you have to leave Lucky Star and you you feel a little bit sad. So seeing that people are finishing projects and sharing all their images, it kind of keeps things on the positive note. Otherwise, we have have to think about that it's going to be another year until we see some of these friends. Yeah, and we're all back to reality. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I, you know, normally on that last morning of camp when we're all having breakfast together, I usually say something about the transition back to the real world. And I didn't this year. So I feel bad for all those 65 new campers that were there that I didn't like warn them that there is a little bit of a, a, almost like a letdown, right? When you get back home and you're like, oh, no one's cooking for me. And (laughs) my day is not planned out with all these fun things and these new exciting people. Yeah. And I think, I think it, um, I think the reason that happened on Sunday too is, at least from my perspective, there was like, um, it felt like a high with the weather, you know, like I, I just felt this is the first year I think I've ever worn shorts to camp. Right. And I feel like, you know, when I was flitting around and going from place to place, I just, I felt like I was like at summer camp really, which has not been the case in previous years. Oh yeah. Hands down. Best weather ever. Best weather ever. We've always, we always seem to sneak in some kind of good afternoon or, you know, a, a day yeah. um, where we might have a chance to, a few people might jump in the river or take the boats out. But this year I felt like we were all taking in this great weather between classes and around what we were doing. And I thought it was just one of the best parts of camp this year was how much we could be outside and enjoy everything that Camp Waldemar offers. Absolutely. That was super great. Yeah. Best weather ever. And it was every day. We've gotten accustomed to the fact that we're almost every year we see every kind of Texas weather all in the same time period. It's like this day we're going to do rain. This day we're going to do freezing cold. And and we know that we can do all the kinds of weather and be just fine. And it's always it ends up being great no matter what. 
even when you're, I remember Georgian hanging a big banner that said something about make your own sunshine when we had a particularly rainy year, but it always turns out great. This one, having that sunshine daily was just the, the ultimate. Yeah. I have a little story, um, in the cabin that we were staying in, in the shower that I use. And I don't know if it's always been this way, or I just noticed it for the first time this year, but there's a big picture window over the shower and I get up pretty early and every morning it was this stunning sky and I would get in there and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like this is, it's a beautiful morning. (laughs) And I'd watch the sun kind of come up as I was getting ready and it was just wonderful. It was really great. And can you believe you now have 10 years under your belt? (laughs) Ten years. You did it. You did it. Ten years. Man, and what, I mean, it was so special. And I mean, like the campers, the instructors, Waldemar, you, like, I just want to tell everyone, Sean did the most amazing thing um, and sent an email out ahead of time and got people to do a little video tribute for me. (laughs) And I didn't watch it until after she presented it to me along with a beautiful leather bound journal for everyone to write in and put cards and notes in. And I didn't open the journal or look at any of the videos until the days after camp was over with. And it was just, I I was like laying in bed watching the videos and I got my husband to watch with me and I was just like laughing and joyful and then tears. And it was just mm-hmm. all the best feelings ever. It was the greatest gift and reading through everyone's notes was such a wonderful thing. Thank you to every single person out there who participated in that because it really is a special um, gift that I will treasure forever. And thanks for putting that together, Sean. Uh, it was my pleasure. I, I wanted, <clears throat> I, I also just, I know like everybody who's been part of this with you from the beginning, we all feel so grateful for this and it's hard to come up with something to quite capture the gratitude that we have. And, um, I, I hope that it did a little bit of that because it, it is, it's it's monumental. I know that for a fact now that I've worked with you for a year <laughs> on this project. It is a monumental project. And the fact that you, for the most part, did this on your own, all the planning for nine of those years is uh, just very um, special. And, and it's very, very appreciated by many, many. So I'm very glad that you enjoyed that and that you've been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And I'm very happy to have you on board helping me. With we it. make a good team, Lisa. We do, girl. We really do. So, all right. Do you have a, I mean, so we had the most campers ever. And so just for people who don't understand, like last year being the year after 2020, where we weren't able to have camp, it was kind of a slow start back. You know, it was like, I mean, we had maybe 77 Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. campers and in, in 2021, which was a wonderful, I mean, it was a good group and it, it just, it was perfect for what it was. It was great. It was great. But then this year, having 134 yeah, women. Almost double. Almost, almost double. doubled that. Mm-hmm. The energy was, it was different. Every, I always say this, every single year is different. There's a different feel. Sometimes we're like a post-election year where we literally have just had the election and then we show up at camp the next day. Mm-hmm. We've had that. We've had years that are just like really raw emotionally. Like everyone, mm-hmm. I mean, you can just feel every year has a vibe. If I could say anything about this year, it was, it was electric. It mm. really was from the start to the finish electric. Yeah. I think we talked a little bit about this even at camp because I think we both felt that same thing and we were trying to just dissect that and what might that be. And one of the things that we thought is that of the 134, 65 were brand new. And that brought a fresh set of eyes, a fresh set of experiences, that wonderment that you can only get the first time you come to camp. And because the group was so big that was new, I think the wonderment energy spread. And, For sure. And I think that the return campers just folded that new group in so beautifully. I felt I like we that. had like a little big sister, little sister thing without even trying to make that happen. I think it, it just, just happened. happened. And that is really a different experience from any camp we've had. Um, you know, you know, I've always told people that my favorite compliment ever about camp is how it doesn't have a clicky feel. Right. And it's important to you. It's very important to me because I've been places where I have felt like, you know, an outsider. Yeah. I, I got lots of comments this year from new campers saying just that they did not feel, they, they felt very welcome. They did not feel like outsiders at all. And that's huge to me. So important to me. Well, you know, the saying speed of the pack, speed of the leader, right? So that's something that's very important to you. And that is why your pack does that. And I think um, having so many new and so many return, it was a, it was a different balance and it was a nice one. It was really nice. It was. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And and you were saying like from the beginning and the end, there were some different things this year that we did at camp. Um, at the beginning, we gave tote bags for the first time, which now we're, I think we're both thinking that has to be something we do every yeah. year. Tradition. A new <laughs> tradition. Um, the, the design um, that was on the bags, which was designed by Gabby Stratman, one of our campers and one of our designers. Instructors. She's an instructor. She, she pointed out how much joy was happening when the campers were coloring in the lines of their bags. And we didn't even expect that. We didn't even think about it. We didn't expect it. it. We didn't, we didn't even, even consider it. it. <laughs> and okay, so those no issue bags were so great. They were, there's not, you can't do that on every single bag out there. The, the markers didn't go through. I mean, it was like, it was the perfect tote for that. And I was so happy to see them used in that way and to see everyone's creative twist on it because no holds barred. Our group is 
so creative and full of surprises all the time. And that was a nice surprise to see them colored in. I can't wait to share that with no issue. They were carried throughout the week. Everybody had their tote on their shoulder and it just, we were, we were, you and I were looking through some pictures this week and we both noted that almost every picture there's a tote in the photograph yeah. because people just had them when they went to their classes, when they went to lunch. And it was a way that they didn't have to run back to their cabin before they went to the next class. And it was such a great addition. And we will definitely be doing it again. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So um, that was a fun uh, thing with check-in that was new. And then this year we also had a workshop keynote, which you've done things like that in the past. This was a large group, so it had a different feel than the ones in the past that we've done. Um, But the amazing Monica Grant came in and did a creative brainstorming and I will thinking never... and brainstorming. It, it was so, I mean, the f- fact that she broke us into pods of three mm-hmm. in a group of, I, I guess that particular night we had probably 125 women in the room. Yes. And it really, really set the tone for the week. It gave people a person to, that they knew and that the, a face a couple of faces to recognize. So yeah, she broke us up into pods of three and that gave everyone someone to check in with throughout the week, two people to check in with, two familiar faces, you know, that they might not have known. She really worked hard to break people up into groups with people that they didn't travel there together. They weren't bunking together. They weren't related it was um, very thoughtful. Monica did such a great job. And what was really excited, exciting was that throughout the week, she had people, those same pods, check in with one another here and there. She gave them something, you know, to talk about. And she had the follow-up on Thursday And it was very well attended. I was so pleasantly surprised and thrilled at how well attended it was. Because it was an it was an optional event. The first one is is an event. The the keynote built in is built in. The second one was it was an extra, and we had um, we had close to half uh, attend. Which was um, awesome. Which was fantastic. Um, but there were so many fun memories from from that event. I'll never forget. Uh, our challenge was to come up with what you can do with a marshmallow other than eat it. And man, all you have to do is go to Lucky Star Art Camp to be around the most creative <laughs> and imaginative people in the world. I mean, the stuff that people came up with. Edible marshmallow bras? <laughs> and, Anyone? Uh, no, I think there was another bra one that I thought was funny. Like, use the marshmallow to keep the bra from cutting into <laughs> your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, just and it went on and on, and it was so much fun, and and um, it just reiterated, like I said, that creativity has no boundaries in this group, and I think she was also pleasantly surprised by how one hundred percent in. All of the campers were in the exercises she gave and really put 100% into it. And uh, I think she even reported this week to us, she did a follow-up email and she reported that 
people are reaching out to her consistently, telling her how they're incorporating the t- techniques that she taught into their lives now, which that would a compliment. Yeah. Right? And she was getting that during the week at camp as well. Like they yeah. were using those strategies that she taught in their classes at Lucky Star. So that was really awesome. And to top it all off, the cherry on top, she had each of us put <laughs> into the bucket a song that's like our walkout song or our go-to karaoke song or just a song that really makes you feel pumped up. And she took all of those songs from 134 women and put them in. She created a Spotify playlist for it's us. so awesome. <laughs> it's so, so awesome. awesome. It's it such a mix of it. all the different genres of music and all the different personalities. Yeah. It's so great. It's it so was great. a great, that was a great gift from her to the community. Well done, Monica Grant. Yes. Oh, the other thing on day one, the creative collaborative. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Where do you start? You start. You start. Where do we start? So the Creative Collaborative, for those of you who don't know, is basically the camp project that we do each year. Starts with a group, a small group on the first day, check-in. And this year, Carrie Wilt hosted it. Last year, Gina Walker did. Sean, you have hosted it in the past. You started it. It basically is a project that everyone at camp will put their hands on and create this commemorative piece for this year's Lucky Star. So our our commemorative piece this year that Carrie Wilt led was, were these two gorgeous wings that every single camper created a feather for. And this feather, I mean... You you can see I'm looking at it. I'm it, I have it here in my studio, the two wings with all the different feathers on there. So imagine these beautifully colored feathers, multicolor wings, with each camper's personality, their touch, their creative, um, whimsical, amazing designs. And they wrote words on them. Some of them wrote their names, the year on them. Some of them wrote a message. Some of them illustrated, colored, put different, like collaged on them. I mean, they're all different. Every single feather of these wings is different. And then on the night of the show and tell on Saturday night of camp, Carrie was able to tape these to the wall and we could stand in front of them and take our picture with these beautiful wings. So it it was like... One of my favorite collaboratives, for sure. And they're all favorites of mine. I have one of them living on the wall behind me. Well, and the thing is, is that you bring, you physically bring them back every year. So if you attend camp, you see the collaboratives from the last 10 years and they all have different purposes, right? Some of them are table decorations. Some of them are pieces of art. Some of them are an interactive piece like the wings. And I just, I was blown away. I I definitely um, had an idea and a vision for what it was going to be. It it so far exceeded that mainly because, and as it always does with the collaborative, how many people participate. So there's a participation excitement that makes it so special. But this year, actually, you know what we need to do? And I'm calling for it now. 
we need to ask, we need to create a, a Google Drive and ask everybody to send us photos oh, that they took of themselves. Photos. And we can make a reel of them. So ah. we have a memory of all the um, all the people who took pictures in front of them. And they're all beautiful. I mean, I, you can't see a picture without somebody looking happy in front of these beautiful wings. So. Oh, and I love we, the picture that you did with your mom, the three generations there at camp, like your mom <laughs> and you and Gabby. Yeah, the totem oh. pole of, of faces. In front. Yeah, that was awesome. It's cute. That's a, it's a, it's a really nice memory. But um, that was a huge, huge thing. Um, and I mean, obviously, we could go on and on about this year's class roster. I would just like to say in in my experience, I've been eight of the 10. I've been, yes, I've been eight of the 10. And every year I'm like, how, how can she top it? How do you top it every year, right? This year had such a wonderful mix of classes. I mean, when you say there's something for everybody, this year just blew it out of the park. And I also saw this year people being less afraid to just do it and and be less self-conscious of whether they feel like they're an artist or not, or whether they, you know, feel like they're creative or not. I just, again, it was that whole vibration that was throughout the camp. People just did it. They loved it. They, you know, were happy to share what they did when, you know, we did show and tell. It was just, it was a great, great year. I'm going to tell you one more quick story. I took um, Yasmin's travel journal class. Um, mm -hmm. And I have to say, I loved it so much. But I was also a little sad that I didn't take it 10 years ago. Because we uh. created a travel journal just for our experience at Lucky Camp this year, Lucky Star Camp. And I now have this basically archive of what happened this year. Man, I wish I had that for 10 years. Oh, oh wouldn't that be cool? How amazing. So if you if you haven't taken her class and if she ever offers it again, I highly recommend, but I also want to tell anybody, write, get a notebook and start writing down memories from camp. It is, it's really, I think, so important. I, I feel sad that I don't have this for the last eight times I went. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that you know, you forget. Oh my gosh. This, yeah. This is like my life story. I, I, I used to blog so religiously right. back when my kids were teeny tiny and I'm so mad at myself for not continuing that and having mm -hmm. that, you know, diary of things through the years. Me too. So yeah, I, that's definitely something I'm glad that, um, she taught that class. Journaling is, is a cool thing. For those who do it, and you know, it makes me think, I bet you someone like Roxanne Glosser yes. probably has something like this for every year, you, possibly Kathy Rachel, Ann. Rachel Mims, I'll bet you she does. Possibly Rachel yeah. Mims. Yeah, so yeah. We, should, we, should we should touch base with them and see if they'd be willing to bring their journals or to parts of it them. to remind us of the things that happened in those years. Yeah, that would be really cool. That's a really cool thing. But, um, oh, another really amazing thing this year was our Friday night birthday oh, party. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so picture this. <laughs> so, this is um, 
all right, so you know how we lost Olivia Newton-John this past year. And at some point, Sean's like, this is maybe what, early right September? After, right after she passed. Yeah. You're like, what What about, what if we did like a grease party? And I'm like, dude, I was Rizzo in my high school musical. <laughs> I'm always game for a grease party. And I don't know that I was like, I'm so used to at the last minute, something just kind of like organically coming to me, you know? And so kind of knowing about it that far in advance was a little hard for me to wrap my mind around. So I don't think I even like was like, yes, let's do it at the moment. But then at the point that we decided, all right, we have to know what we're doing Friday night. It became, it just took on this life of its own. And like immediately Katie put out this text message and our like, our, my like local friend, um, close friend group. All right. So I guess we're going to do a grease party and we better come up with our costumes and start ordering now people. And so immediately I'm like, Dibs on Rizzo. I'm Rizzo. And then like dibs, dibs, dibs. Everybody like responded. Katie went into a work meeting <laughs> and right after she sent that text out. So then she, she gets out of the work meeting. She's like, what? <laughs> so she ended up being, and I don't even know what the girl's name is, but the one with the pigtails and the really chopped off bangs and the, like the really funny. Uh, anyway, she was like, all right, I guess Jan. I'm going to be Jan. Jan. <laughs> she's Jan. And damn it, she was the best Jan. Like, it was so awesome. And you dressed up like Sandy. And it yes. was awesome. And I was Rizzo. And we had our pink lady jackets. And the pink ladies rode from Casa, the house where I stay, where you and I stay, down to DJ in my golf cart, <laughs> you're like, we showed up, we had fake cigarettes and walked in like we owned the place, you know? Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. My friend Caroline was the DJ for the night oh, and she had so the best dance music. We had, of course, all the Grease soundtrack and then a bunch of just you know, modern day dance music mixed in all the and eras, like, and really. Like, and like the 50s, like right. Elvis Presley. And there we was... had some 80s mixed. I mean, yeah. we just had like Grease plus the best dance music. It was and so fun. Let's just talk about the dance because the hand jive was I, epic. I, it was epic. Epic. Everybody participated. Everyone. Our, our and we'll we'll get to talking about this person next. But our videographer asked you at the end of that night, did if you was choreograph that? Choreographed, and yeah, you're like, no. I was like, dude, I just did high school. I just basically, I like just did a Rizzo, and I started swinging my pink lady jacket around. I was like, okay, girls, and we lined up in two lines, and we started doing the the hand drive, the dance. Yeah, the hand I mean. Dancing coming down the center, and I was and then like yeah, the Sally down the alley, that whole like dance move. It was so fun. I felt like I was in this moment suspended in time that will go down as one of the best moments in my life. 
forever. I I feel the same way. I will never forget that night. I will never forget my costume. I I splurged and bought myself an underskirt Kremlin, which had the capability. <laughs> and I all night I just stood there and shut my skirt I, like a can can girl, which really didn't fit into the grease theme. However, it was something. My little shape was my Kremlin. awesome. <laughs> and it was just there was there there were so many participants in the full experience which made it and you can't you can't plan for that that, that no. you just you just go this sounds like fun and then i mean the participation was epic and epic. there will be video proof of it because yes. jose who we can talk about now jose rodriguez jose rodriguez was back this year as our videographer and photographer Extraordinary. He's amazing. He's he's just he he fits into Lucky Star so well. One of the, he's the only, nicest, he's the, only man the only man, <laughs> the nicest, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. Agreed. I just adore him, and I think all of our campers adore Jose. It was so such a special treat to have him back this year. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what he creates. I know. He's a a true artist. And that he really is. And he's a true artist who gets lucky star. Like he gets it. He does. He really does. And he, he really knows how to make us shine and our campers shine through his art. He does. Yeah. Epic night. So, okay. We can't talk about Friday night without talking about the fact that so many women were on the dance floor mm-hmm. for like two hours. I mean, like dancing their behinds mm-hmm. off and all the hard work of Janet Smith and Heidi Lowell yes. who put, put on, gosh, this is probably the fourth year we've done a clothing swap. And last year, Crafts were added to the swap, and this year we even had books added to the swap. So while we're having a dance party up in the front of the room, in the back of the room, we have all these tables set up full of clothes and crafts and books that people brought to basically just give away. I mean, you didn't have to bring something in order to, to take something. So I, I like so I've seen several posts, especially uh, one from Laura Romero, who is like she posted herself in her cute yeah. leggings and her sweater and like so excited to just get. I mean, it's just a nice surprise. I know that Emily Stewart was like, how am I going to get all this stuff back to, back home with me? Like she was already loaded down, you know, and tra- trying to travel light and. Here she is. People kept coming up. Emily, this would this would be so cute on you. Yeah. <laughs> so she had all these so clothes. clothes so it was so nice. And again, um, it's fun to do something that's good for the environment by trading and sharing and thrifting and and uh, and, and passing on. So yes. And then Nina, fun. Nina took the clothes to a, a place that is special and dear to her heart. Um, locally and donated everything that was left over. So that was a really, really good thing. Yeah. So um, then the last night, the epic show and tell night. 
The magic of Lucky Star Show and Tell Night. How do you describe it? I mean, it's it's really in two parts, right? So the first is to share the uh, tangible goods that you've made in your classes, the artwork or whatever you want to share from that ex- those experiences. And I think the thing that makes it so extraordinary every year is how supportive everybody is. And the main thing this year that I thought was so nice is everybody would get up to share their piece. And they were like, this is what I made, but let me tell you about this instructor yeah. and how they, and it was so, um, there was so much gratitude toward the instructors and the work that they did and pride in, in the fact that they created something that, you know, was part of this experience for them. And that is part one. And it's always so very, it's pretty emotional. It can be very emotional. I like have a lump in my throat from the first thing that's shared to the last thing that's done. Like I just, and I probably do cry at least six times (laughs) because it's just, there's, it's like, you know, just seeing pure joy is something that is for some, for some of the women, it's the first thing they've ever painted or the first thing they've ever like, I mean, welded, you know, I mean, there are, there are so many firsts happening and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Firsts are really special in life. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. it's hard to, get to 50 and still be having these amazing firsts, right? But that's what we want. Those those first things, those first experiences are the things that are the spice of life. And it it that's, to me, one of the most incredible things about that night is to get to hear people talk about doing something for the first time, experiencing something for the first time, and being brave enough to get up and show everyone and no judgment whatsoever. It's such an incredible group of supportive women. Like you said, there is no judgment and yeah, happy tears and goosebumps, lots of them. Well, and let's just talk, let's just go a little bit further on the idea of the firsts. How many past campers have come and learned something and have launched it into something more in their lives? Many. I mean, it's not, it's not just, oh, I created this thing. It sparks a lot. There's a lot of people that those experiences that they're getting up and sharing are sparking in action in their lives, whether it be a business, whether it be now I paint every day, whether it be I, I feel confident to teach and I never did, whether it be, it's mm-hmm. so interesting It's we always say first is about curiosity, right? You and I have talked Mm -hmm. about that. And they were curious about taking that class. They took it and it often launches something else in them. And sometimes it's not even necessarily one of their top five choices because depending on where you are, you know, in the registration lineup, you might not even be getting one of your classes that you were maybe expecting to get. So then... So you're really stepping out there, taking a class that was maybe, you know, sixth on your list, seventh on your list. And what I can say that I see over and over again is it was meant to be. It Mm -hmm. was meant to be. And it it just, it plays out that way time and time again. 
that it ends up being such a wonderful experience and an unexpected experience. And that's another really cool thing. It's those unexpected firsts that are really, really sweet. And it continues to be a part of the, the inherent, uh, values that lucky star has it's like the thing that you don't have to you don't have to say it's going to happen it just happens because of the environment of what lucky star is yeah and that's so cool because yeah it's an it's unspoken that, it just happens because by the nature of of that process um so and then the second part of show and tell night is the performance is of oh. whatever we're performing that year this year it happened to be Girl Guitar and Glee Club, both of whom knocked it out of the park this year. Knocked um, it out, if I do say so, myself and yourself, because we were both in Glee Club. First time Sean was in Glee Club. Club for the first time this year. And what did she do? She played the flute. To, <laughs> I mean, she started us off by playing the flute. With the theme song from Titanic. I mean. Well, the irony was, is I haven't played the flute in 40 years and it was 40, a. It was 40 a very years. funny process. And Lisa got to hear all of the squeaky practices that I have to say, I did improve over the four you days. You totally improved over those four days that you practiced. I mean, it was really rough in the beginning and everybody just smiled and said, you go, Sean. And I was like, oh, like I'm. I'm pained by the sound that's coming out of this woodwind instrument. <laughs> if Glee Club is nothing else, it is about being brave. It is about joy. Just pure joy. So much, so much fun. And so much fun. And the incredible Mandy. Mandy Rowden. I mean, ugh. Mandy <laughs> is our leader of Glee Club and oh. she's and just, girl guitar. and girl guitar. Mm -hmm. And the, okay. Girl guitar. There were some solos this year. There was even a kazoo solo and girl guitar. <laughs> there were some ukuleles being played as well. Those. So there were two classes of girl guitar this year. That's how mm -hmm. big learning how to play the guitar as a grown woman has become at Lucky Star. It, it, you know, I mean, that is like one of the best things ever, I think, about camp. You know, that's, it's just, it goes along with those unexpected firsts. And then you can also take your guitar out to the campfire and strum along with Mandy, you know, to your heart's content. But that performance night at Show and Tell is always so sweet and so good. And they did such a great job, both classes. They so did. Awesome. It was fun. And it's just such a nice way to kind of wrap up the the organized uh, programming of camp is to put the cherry Those on top. two everywhere. performances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of jazz hands flying around in Glee Club. <laughs> jazz hands. <laughs> Oh, lots of jazz hands, lots of kazoos. We did play the kazoo along with our um, with Mandy as she was accompanying us on the guitar. We also had have, our kazoos. Do you have um, do you have any takeaways? Like one takeaway from this year that you don't want to forget about? Well, before I do that, I want to give a shout out to Waldemar. Oh yeah, the staff. I mean, Lori is just. 
she's just so full of love for our group. She adores our campers. Lucky Star is, I'm going to say Lucky Star is her favorite event out there and she's the event coordinator. (laughs) She's, she's amazing. Her, uh, Lee was there to help her this year and Lee was an amazing new face and asset to us while we were there. Uh, we had a new chef, Sotir, who was working with a skeleton crew this year and still managed to feed us with so much love. And I'm I'm telling you, it's just it's just the best staff um, there in the dining hall. It, it's always such a pleasant experience, and we just want to thank uh, Waldemar for being such number one such a beautiful historic place that really is like a dream. You feel like you're in like the snow globe fairyland magic bubble when you're there. The place is gorgeous. The river couldn't have been prettier. The horses even got in on the action and came down and splashed in the water. Like you've heard so many stories before of that happening. That happened again this year butterflies galore. The landscape was just on fire this year. It was, it was just incredible. And, um, the butterflies really were spectacular. So Waldemar, we love you. We do. Thank you. That is, that is so, so true. (laughs) Okay. So you asked me about Really special moments. And I already mentioned that hand jive moment on Friday night. Um, Another moment, and this is like, it especially happened the first year of camp back in 2013. And I was by myself when it happened. Um, This year, I don't think I've even told you about this. I wish you could have been there with us to experience it, but Uh, Gabby and I were in the golf cart and I was cruising across the big lawn. And this is exactly how it happened in 2013. Gabby just happened to be with me this time. And it was during check-in and I was, you know, scurrying around doing some last minute prep and, um, you know, grabbing some supply or something out of the storage and DJ. And we were headed back across the lawn, the big field. And I just stopped in the middle of the field. And it was just this moment of like, we did it. We're here. Everyone's here. If you build it, they will come. It was just that moment. I was like, do you feel it, Gabby? And it's just this magical moment of all the hard work, the culmination of all the hard work and all the months and months of anticipation coming to a head just right there and just feeling that satisfaction and knowing that we did it. We've got this. They're here. Now we could just, just hug them and love them and do this amazing event. And it's just incredible. It's, it gives me goosebumps and um, it usually happens every year. This one was a big one though. And I was happy to have Gabby there with me to to experience it yeah it was a special special year it was a special year 
How are we going to top this one? <laughs> well, we've already started. It we've already started. Already plans, are, plans, the magic is in the works. And We're we, and, and we, and we want it to always be its own thing every year, its own magic every year. We don't want to recreate what happened this year. No. We want to create exactly. what's going to happen next year, which leads me to bum ba da bum ba da When is it happening? When November is it? 8th through the 12th of 2023, people. November 8th through 12th. Yes. So we have the dates. We have nailed, it set. Nailed down. And it is at Waldemar. Yay. And we are going to start pre-registration soon. So be ready. Yeah. Tell your friends. We're opening up for priority registration for the first time ever for past campers only. And um, then we'll open up for general pre-reg starting January 1st. Yeah. Well, Lisa Field, I just want to say thank you for having me on this journey with you this year. It has been a highlight for me in a million ways. And I loved every minute of being part of your team. I loved every minute of it too and wouldn't have done it any other way. It was just spectacular. It was just the best experience. It's so, so much more fun doing it with friends. It and is. It just is. And, so. and I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> Me neither. So, we, so this we is both. a wrap. Podcast a season wrap. one. Lucky Star 2022. It's a wrap, yes. baby. We it's did it. It's a wrap. And we're, we'll, we'll see you next time around. See you next year. Okay. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Lucky Star is a women's art and whole living sleepaway camp that takes place each fall in the Texas Hill Country. For dates and more information about our upcoming camps, visit our website at www.luckystarartcamp.com or find us on Instagram at Lucky Star Art Camp.